Good morning, London and surrounding area. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, my name is Michael Mollis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And, well, that's exactly what we're going to talk about this next uh, 30 minutes. Try to take up not too much time of your day. Of course, we have the Masters Tournament this weekend if you're a golf fan. So I know that'll be taking up a lot of TV time. So I myself am going to try to watch some of that and enjoy. So hopefully you're having a great weekend. But what I want to talk about on today's program is a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people sit down and don't really realize exactly the level that we can help at. So that's what we're going to focus on today. For example, uh, do you have a financial planner that looks for your books? Do you have an accountant? And that's what we'll sort of focus on. So to start, like I said, please Google mortgage teacher, read the reviews, read how we're helping London and surrounding area. Um, like I've discussed it before, and I'll, I'll say it again. You know, it seems like there's there's even more mortgage agents popping up. My Facebook feed or people reaching out, you know, maybe people had a, a job loss or they want to change their career. And it seems like there's a lot of mortgage agents popping up. And hey, welcome to the business. We all want to pick an advisor uh, to help advise with our mortgage. And that's where I'll kind of touch here. This is where mortgage teacher is different. We've been doing it over 20 years here now. And uh, helping out a lot of Londoners and surrounding area. And here's what our focus is. It's not to get you a mortgage. Yeah, well, yeah, it is technically. We set it up. But the more important thing is we help you get rid of this mortgage. And that's what makes me super proud. I start looking at some of our stats and it's, I would say, close to 90% of our clients prepay on their mortgage. That's right. And of course, we create kind of an automated setup. So we talk about habits. And, you know, what are some habits we have in in finance. For example, I've said it on this show before, you know, what is your number one expense in your life? Think about it. You know, give it a good hard thought. What is the number one thing that you spend money on per month, per year? And I hear things like, oh, you know, um, my mortgage, or of course I hear that one, you know, my car payments. Maybe I hear food. If you have a house full of teenagers, of course, oh, that's the most expensive thing. Or I hear younger couples say, oh, you know, daycare. I can't wait to till daycare is done. That's our most expensive debt. You know, what is it? Of course, now gas, gas, gas. If you travel a lot, gas might be your biggest debt. So what do you think takes the most money out of your pocket per month? per year. And I'm really interested to hear what you guys are saying out there. But here's what it is. And a lot of people get this answer wrong. So let's see if you got the answer right. What takes the most money out of your pocket per month per year? Okay, you got your answer? Great. It's likely taxes. Oh, yeah, of course, tax. We all pay tax. We know. But I'm talking about the habit of it. It automatically goes when you go to buy something you pay tax when you put your when you get your paycheck you pay tax yes some of us do it at the end of the year but the government makes sure they get all their money in an automated smooth way it maybe it's safe to say out of sight out of mind okay now that's a habit it means you do it without even noticing you we are all paying our taxes for the most part automated without even noticing so that is a habit it may be a bad habit because we don't notice and we don't plan, but hey, we're paying our taxes, so I guess it's a good habit. Okay. Now, how do we take that same frame of mind and make the habit work for us? How do we make us succeed with a good habit? And these are the type of techniques that we build here at Mortgage Teacher for you. We take a look at your whole overall plan and we work with your financial planner. 
We work with your accountant to possibly create a tax deduction, which we'll talk about on today's show. So that's what I want to focus on today's show, the all-around service. And what I love about our business, it's free, folks. No cost, no obligation. I don't need to sell it on here, but hey, why not? We deal with all the banks. Like I mentioned, we're here to set up a mortgage for you and help you pay it off. If you deal with, you know, for example, I live out in Dorchester. I've mentioned it before. And the two branches that we have out there are, you know, Scotiabank and TD. So many of my neighbors get to use our services, get an unbiased opinion, but still your mortgage gets placed at that local branch and you get to use it for servicing. Because at the end of the day, you know, our banks are really for banking. We don't really use them to invest anymore. Like we mentioned on the show, you probably have a financial planner. We'll get into that in the second part. You really don't use them for insurances anymore. For example, depending on your age, you might have a life insurance plan set up, you know, like an estate planning. We used to go into our branches for this stuff, but we really don't anymore. I, I agree that we use a relationship, which brings up another topic. What do you feel the mortgage transaction is? Is it just a transactional experience? Meaning you just shop around and online and set up the rate or is this, this, you know, do you succeed plans? It depends what you're doing. Do you have a rental plan set up? Do you plan on getting an investment property and building some residual income? I mean, let's face the fact, folks, look around. We all have a lot of equity in our houses right now. So if you do have an opportunity to invest, if you do trust someone to invest your money that you can make a good return, then perhaps you might have 50, 100, 200,000 of equity that you could give to this trusted person to help you make money. If you have that set up, hmm, maybe we can also talk to your accountant. If you have an accountant you trust and is looking out for you, because then we'll talk to your accountant and say, well, we can create a tax deduction. Because ever since I remember, it's around the year 2000, if you borrow to invest, you get to write off the interest. Okay, so let me see. Now I'm building an investment portfolio. Yep, yep. There's my trusted advisor. Yep, okay. I've just used leverage, which means my house has gone up. That's that's fiat currency. You didn't really put the money into the house. So now you have an opportunity to put your hands on $100,000 to invest and create a tax deduction. This is the full circle that we at Mortgage Teacher put together. And like I said, we feel that this is a relationship based. So much like your financial planner, that hopefully you have a relationship that, you know, you follow up as you succeed your plan. This is who we work with. So, you know, as long as you have your debt, you know, we can always be a conversation in peace because when you come up for renewal, you have that same relationship to call up. Hey, mortgage teacher, you know, we're due in about four months. What do do we do? And we can talk about at that time. So those are the kind of set plans and, uh, ideas that we can create around your mortgage to help it really work for you. So, you know, anything you're listening to, if you caught any interest, basically, you know, we work with the professionals around you. Perhaps you have um, some newfound equity in your house, your house has gone up and you're kind of sitting there going, gosh, how can I use this equity to get ahead? Well, these are the numbers we crunch for you. Uh, Make sure it's worth it or not. I'm not going to lie. You can't just say, yes, you should break the mortgage and do that. We don't know yet. The numbers will tell you if you should or should not. They're black or white. Again, my name is Mortgage Teacher. 
please look us up at mortgageteacher.com. Look up Mortgage Teacher on any social media. We're in touch there. And, and feel free to give us a shout. 226-289-2991. We're going to jump to a quick news break and we'll pick it up right after this. And again, the topic is, do you have a financial planner? Do you have an accountant? Do you have a good set plan with equity in the bank that mm, maybe you can use to get ahead? And that's where we'll, we'll talk about these opportunities when we get back. Well, welcome back. And thank you for not changing that dial or hitting that button or swiping left. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really showing my age there. Uh, my name is Michael Mullis. And on the program, we were, you know, talking about mortgages. Please look us up at Mortgage Teacher, mortgageteacher.com. Do the old googly and uh, look up the reviews. Please do. We love helping people out. Uh, our costs are free. And a lot of people look around or, or look around, sorry, and don't really know where to go to get true mortgage advice. Uh, there's a lot of sales out there, but who's going to help me get rid of this mortgage? And these are the type of setups that I just talked about earlier in the program. And this is what we set up for you guys. So on today's program, we're, we're kind of talking about opportunities. Um, we do hear a lot about interest rates going up. There is a threat of that, of course. But at the end of the day, you know, the bar has been set for many, many years at five and a quarter percent. So what I mean by that, in case you haven't gotten a mortgage in a while or had to qualify, but every Canadian has to qualify at the mortgage stress test, which is 5%. So that's really, you know, good news here in Canada because a lot of people always say to me, you know, how is it that these young bucks can afford this house and can afford these cars? Well, you know, they kind of have strategies in place. I have to admit, a lot of people nowadays are buying a house for a longer term goal where, you know, maybe back in the 80s, 90s, you would buy a starter home, you know, buy it, flip it, make some money. Now, with that being said, definitely the last couple of years of, of I think it's safe to say hyperinflation, um, there has been some opportunities where people, you know, bought a house, built a house, boom, it went up so much, they almost had to sell it um, to, to make that much profit to do it again. So of course we see these small opportunities and windows and, and guess what? Sometimes we miss the opportunity. Sometimes you get it. So there, it's really tough to sit here and say there's one way to do it or not. Um, I wouldn't ride and bet on hyperinflation, uh, because if you get caught in that house that way, then maybe you're in a home that you don't care about as much. And it was just a, a fixer upper. And, and for some reason you were stuck with it. But as of right now, you want to what? I'll touch on this. Let's talk about the market. Um, right now, I think we're pretty safe here. Remember, this program focuses focuses on London and surrounding areas. And we have a pretty cool, what I call indicator. Yes, the indicator has sped up over the last uh, few years. And here's what I mean. Back when we've seen, you know, markets drop and, for example, the 2007 when the rates were going up, 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 up to five, prime was at six and a quarter percent, folks. And the fixed rates were about... 5.75%. So that's what we had in 2007. So that's, you know, overall, not even that long ago. It goes by so quick. So what I'm trying to get at is when we see rates, you know, changing, I remember up the highway, you know, what I'm trying to get at is up the highway when the Kitchener homes started to list and they weren't selling as quick. It was a year later that London finally slowed down. Now, here's my theory. If we hear that people are, you know, leaving the cities and traveling down the 401 or what some people call it is drive to qualify. What I mean by that, if you're working on an online business, 
and you're, you know, you're getting your income from online, maybe you don't have to be in that city anymore. You're allowed to drive. And then because of your income, really, you drive until you can afford to buy a house. So, you know, <laughs> there goes Mississauga, drive-by Kitchener. Maybe you buy in Woodstock, Ingersoll, Dorchester. You get the idea right down the 401. And lately, what's happened in the last year or two, I have people, you know, from West, so say Mississauga, looking to buy in London, can't meet the numbers in London, so they drive right by London and they're buying in Chatham, Sarnia. So you understand what I'm trying to say. The, the money is trickling down the 401, 402. I get that. Now, here's what we can see. So when we say, well, do you think the market is going to drop? Well, here's my logic. We get to watch the market. If you start to hear that Toronto condos are being listed and they're not selling, okay, then those prices are going to start to come down. There's more available. Then that's going to, of course, solve the shortage of the houses for sale. Places for sale, sorry. Then if you go down the 401, so we have offices in Kitchener and Hamilton. And those offices are very busy right now. But if you start to hear that a house goes for sale on a the street, then another one, then another one, and listed for 880 and it's a townhouse and it dropped to 850. Okay, now we're going to see it metal out. Well, what happens is the people in Kitchener can't afford Kitchener. So then they start to drive down. If the rates are gone, then they start to drive down the 401 to London where they can afford. So the year after that a market slows down, such as Kitchener, typically it would be the that it still stays busy for London for a season and then it starts to slow down. See what I'm getting at? It's kind of a domino effect of time. Now, when I said things were speeding up because mortgages can be done online, things just happen a lot faster, the transaction could happen faster. Maybe it's only, you know, six months or so later we might see it cool off. It's a little different here with our seasons too because naturally the winter cools off our real estate market. So this is the point I'm getting at, folks. The good news is here we can kind of see the indicator. If we feel that, you know, the market really is going to mellow out, then you're going to start to see a lot of sales um, settle down in Kitchener first and then London, and then down the 401. So that's what we can watch for. And right now, I don't see those markets slowing down overly. I mean, the spring market's about to open up. So let's wait and see how many houses pop up for sale. And if that changes the inventory, of course, you know, supply and demand will take its own path and that will help there. And you're right, we might see a little bit of a mellow out, but let's watch for it down the highway first before, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot in London here as far as you know, we're still going to see some increasing prices. We still might have some multiple offers, but maybe not 33 multiple offers. It might only be three. Um, that's what our hope is. So if you're a real estate agent listening out there, please connect with us here at Mortgage Teacher. We love talking about this stuff. And, and to be honest with you, we collect a lot of data. So, you know, when you hear that real estate's slowing down, well, that's after closings. And those closings might not happen till August. So we find that our pre-approval data, how many people are inquiring, really gives us the indicators ahead of the market by three or four months on what we see going on. So if you're in the real estate business or, you know, you're looking on getting properties or what you think, you know, this is where we can use our data. So feel free to reach out here at Mortgage Teacher and we can help update you on, you know, what's going on with the findings we have as far as a you know, is the market cooling down? I must admit, with the media of rising rates, you know, ever since really mid-November, it seems like the media has been talking about rates going up, uh, so many different articles, then, you know, maybe that too, with the winter and everything, is, is cooling things off, of course, with inventory. That's what we should see. So, sorry to go off a little bit there, but there lies the opportunity. 
Now, like I mentioned earlier in the program, where we want to focus on now is where can you use this equity while it's there? For example, if your house was worth 500 and now it's worth 800,000, how can you get access to maybe that equity? I mean, that's your home, folks. Right now, it's not taxed. So you could take 100, 200,000 out of your home and invest it. Talk to your financial planner. We will work with your planner. If you have an accountant to do this, you can borrow to invest and write off the interest. So I have people coming in that, you know, their T4s now are getting up to 100 or $150,000, $200,000 a year, and they want to start creating some tax deductions within their portfolio. So this is what we do at no cost. We work with your planner, work with your um, accountant. And, you know, maybe you're at that age that's time to design a, a smart, you know, investment plan or uh, estate planning. And what I mean by that is maybe it's life insurance. Maybe this is the time to invest in that life insurance for you. And that's where your financial planner will come in. So we highlight those positions with kind of creative ideas in between. We just had someone last week that, you know, house is worth about 650000 now. Bought it for three something. <laughs> um, it's worth six fifty. They only owe about 200000 Now they had an opportunity to a good investment into their own company. So we took... 200,000 out, the payment is going to be the same. So this does not change the cash flow. And that $200,000 is going to be invested in the company for a later investment. And this is a separate statement we have created, folks. So now to the accountant, here's my mortgage. This is not tax deductible, but here's 200,000 I invested, which is tax deductible. And of course, they'll get a statement at the end of the year and get to write off that interest. So these are the techniques we want to put together for you, and we can. Uh, again, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And look us up, because it's uh, come to an end. It's time to go watch some golf this weekend, I hope. So enjoy the, the weekend, folks. And again, my name is Michael Mullis. You can give us a shout anytime, 226-289-2991. Thanks again for tuning in, folks. Have a great weekend.